Brian Laundrie returned to Florida without his girlfriend Gabby Petito. Body cam footage shows cops in Utah intervening after they had a spat. I said before that not enough space between them had likely caused big issues. This is contrary to what van life is supposed to be all about. But don't take my word for it, just ask Gene and Gene, the fictitious couple from the 76 van life commercials. Last time we saw them, Gene locked the van and took off without him. Looks like Brian did that to Gabby in real life. Next on Drowning Verdict, I talk about the possibility of him being the creepy man spotted right before another couple was murdered near Moab. verdict i'm chip mahoney and you're listening to my true crime podcast this is a podcast where i talk about cases out there in the world that fascinate me and i go more in depth with the case so thanks a lot for joining me today you might have found me on my youtube or my twitter which is a good way to get the latest episodes in that format if you like what you hear in the sample click the link in the description to get to the full episode and check it out. If you're on my YouTube, uh, that's a really good place to be because you can subscribe there, get Drowning Verdict, full episodes, and also my new show called Glock Watchers, which is crime and commentary and kind of a wrap-up on some of the cases that I cover on DV. So subscribe if you've uh, subscribed before and you're coming back high fives let's just hug it out right now because i totally appreciate that it means a lot and uh, even if it's a share or a like um you know thank you thanks so much so if you haven't subscribed hit that button get notifications come back for more because if you haven't heard me before and it's the first time you know i try to deliver bigger and better uh with each episode and you know give you something that may not be in the news feed you know, maybe a little nugget, something to chew on and think about when it comes to true crime, whether it's closed cases, something to learn about it, or an open case, which I'm starting to do more and more of. And a lot of the stuff that I've been doing lately is gone girl stuff, you know, girl goes missing. And in today's podcast episode, I'm doing kind of a follow up because there's a lot of news out there right now. Um, and that's regarding Brian Laundrie and Gabby Petito. Um, You know, I've said before on this podcast, um, because of my author mind, the way I think about stuff and kind of go with stories and try to pen the fiction, you know, maybe it's reality. But I talk about art, life, life and art. You know, does art imitate life or does life imitate art? And as I always say, I think it's that life imitates art far more than the way the other way around, you know, like Oscar Wilde had once said, and I believe that. <clears throat> and when I'm looking at this stuff and thinking about who done it, um, is Gabby Petito still alive? Hopefully she is. Um, but what's the real story here? I start to look at the 76 gas station uh, van life commercials. They're kind of funny. Um, they've been around for a while. It features the fictitious couple Gene. J-E-A-N and Gene, the guy, 
G-E-N-E. So Gene and Gene, Van Lifeine, they're all about, you know, I think on one of the original commercials I remember, Gene, the guy saying, hey, brands are going to pay us to post. You know, that's the reason to be out van lifing. But in this case of uh, Brian and with, with Gabby, they were doing that in real life. They were doing the van life thing, documenting everything. They have a YouTube channel with subscribers. And, you know, in the commercials, I just remember the latest one actually is where Gene, the girlfriend or the wife, locked Gene out at the previous gas station, I guess, and was gone for like three hours. And he's all nervous. You know, there's a, in the, on my YouTube channel uh, right now on this episode, there's a link to that. And, you know, that's just what happened here. I mean, with the body cam footage with the cops, um, he locked the door on her. She was, you know, having what they said, like a mental breakdown. The cops decided not to pursue it from a like a domestic violence standpoint, but just just kind of let it, um, you know, as Brian was saying in the video, to take a breath and a step back. So there was uh, an explosive moment outside of uh, a co-op there uh, in Moab with a grocery store, and somebody was outside apparently saw it and called the cops. I don't think they alerted the people that were inside the um, co-op and then the cops eventually showed up but Brian and uh, Gabby had taken off and they pulled him over and that's the body cam footage that we see now all over the internet but you know that's what happened in the van life commercials because people are together in a van and they're supposed to be experiencing the outside world and all these awesome places but it takes a, a while to get to those places and then you end up spending so much of your time in a confined space and as i said before on the uh, previous episode um is that you know did he experience uh you know like cabin fever you know where the walls closing in and then it just made them think about their relationship you know where they meant to be together and i think that had something to do with what we're going through right now is the question is is where is she is she alive and if so where is she so i've got a a theory that i'm going to drop or an idea and the only way that i can kind of spin this right now is just an idea from my author mind meaning how i would pen the fiction if i was taking this story and wanted to write write the book um write the write the script and where would i go with it because the question is you know where is she but was brian also the creepy man that was um you know basically the uh, there's a couple you know probably know about it that was murdered and their bodies were found on august 18th the female couple and they had said that there was a creepy man who intimidated them and or they felt intimidated by and that's pretty much what what it was before their bodies were found and we know that on august 12th that is the time where they had left the co-op brian and gabby and that's where the body cam footage that you're seeing with the cops we also know about two days later that that female couple near moab at a campsite like a remote uh place was uh was killed and it was later revealed that it was multiple gunshots to the back to the side and their bodies of course were found august 18th but there is record of one of them saying um at least one of them was saying that there was a creepy man quotes and that they felt intimidated quotes by that uh now the question is 
what cops are even saying right now is they're they're not eliminating that Brian is a suspect. Not he's a person of interest in the disappearance and the miss, missing persons cases of uh, Gabby right now, but they're not saying um, that these two cases aren't uh, you know possibly linked. And my idea from the fiction uh, fiction side, and not what I'm actually saying that he did, but if I were to pen the fiction, it would be that yeah he is the creepy man near that campsite that he and the girlfriend made it to a campsite close by and when this guy started to rage and basically his relationship is unraveling and it's becoming not what it is seen on video but really unhappy that that the girlfriend is the wrong person for him and she feels the same way there's a breakup something like that but when he goes off wandering he sees a happy couple he sees a happy couple and these were newlyweds a female couple and he just rages over that fact because that's something that he can't get he wants and he can't convince the girl who's been his girlfriend for a couple years and now when they're in close quarters in the van things are different than what they are in the wide open space and he rages so that's how i would pin the fiction and i'm not saying that's what happened but if the police do figure out that these two cases are linked we could see something like that that would be pretty darn wild uh you know the truth stranger than fiction but that's simply just an idea i mean a um, podcaster an author and um you know that's kind of what i would do with that fiction but we shall see it is very odd to me that the uh one of the uh ladies who was in the uh, the newlywed couple had worked or actively worked currently i believe during that time at the co-op which is called the moonflower co-op i believe in mohab like a grocery store co-op and that's very strange that she worked there now how strange is that if they live there and there's a co-op and it employs people and there's a lot of activity there maybe not too strange because maybe there's not a whole lot of places to work if you're in the area so that could be yeah it's kind of a coincidence but it could be just a random random kind of thing but when you're talking about linking cases and the way this is playing out especially with the revealed body cam footage which is uh, pretty damning stuff when you look at it and isn't it different from all the video that you see on the on their youtube all the exciting stuff there because it goes from that fantasy to reality and the reality is is that when you are vanning when you're doing the van life thing like gene and gene you're spending a lot of time crossing the country and you're spending a lot of time together in like a what 150 square foot space and you're trying to make it work because where you're trying to get to is the wide open spaces to enjoy it together but most of that time is spent in, in a confined space and that's not the stuff to to put on video because for some people, it can just drive them drive them crazy. It can make them rage. It can make them intimidate others. And obviously, they say it was a violent argument. That's how it's stated, um, which was enough to disturb people that were at that co-op, or at least one person at that co-op, to call police. Now, for one person to call police because there's a disturbance, it means that something bad was about to happen, that they saw either somebody get hit or was about to get hit and they made a call to police because people don't normally do that they normally wait it out they look the other way or they freeze other people 
that are around and everybody thinks everybody else is going to do something and then it goes away that sort of that sort of deal but something bad happened there enough to call the police and then police arrived where are they well they're up the road so they tail them probably hit the lights um brian is recorded on video saying that gabby had grabbed the wheel and that's where that you know that video evidence that we're seeing so it was bad enough for somebody to call it was bad enough for the cops to really feel that they needed to ask gabby and be very clear with her about her words about what she was going to say next as the uh, police officers there so yeah on a scale of like one to ten as far as as far as creepiness and uh, strangeness um yeah it's it's like a seven or eight it's uh you know kind of makes the hairs on the neck go up and so that's what we have today obviously um just like in the case of sarm heslop the boyfriend lawyered up and isn't saying anything which is really strange and i mentioned in the other uh, podcast episode that it's always convenient when you have a missing persons case and the last time that they were seen was in a wide open space where there's not a lot of people hence um you know the dark night uh, out on the ocean where there's nobody around and you can fall overboard and never be seen again or a big national park big national park like there is in wyoming so it's convenient they don't just disappear somewhere else it's somewhere that not a lot of people can find you and it's hard to find you you're just kind of like a, a dot on a map needle in a haystack so that's where i am with this on the van life does art imitate life or does life imitate art well if you look at the um youtube channel for the uh the couple here then you see probably the all the fun stuff and the instagram worthy stuff but the real video is what the cops have and that's the video that is real life and that's the stuff that happens inside the van that they don't want to put on a youtube video because it's you know not what you're supposed to do and then we have the couple gene and gene who you know it's fun it's funny to see in those 30 second spots but what they're hinting at is the real real life that brands aren't going to pay you to post unless you're have millions of followers and they've probably got a few thousand on that show of their followers and they end up spending their time together and then they start bickering and yeah one of them locks them out and drives away for three hours comes back and they're talking about that and the other one is nervous because um it just gets you know in close quarters it just gets kind of crazy so did they um make it up to the area or the camp campsite area where the uh, newlywed girls were um did brian do something there and you know what when i expand on that fiction and i write the book i could put it where you know he did rage something happened and then the girlfriend found out about it and said that she was going to go to the cops or was not on his side you know to cover it up and then she has to disappear that would be wild in this situation and i think it would make unfortunately i think it would make for good fiction you know for a true crime story something for a novel or for the screen what do you think about it does art imitate life or does life imitate art does gene and gene does that you know 
ring true for you? Um, is the body cam footage the real version of the relationship and everything else online or on Instagram is just that fantasy, trying to recreate that fantasy? It takes a lot of time to do the Instagram stuff, to do the YouTube stuff. It takes a lot of time and effort to make it look good, but it only takes the cops to show up, put it on body cam to get the real story. So we'll see what happens going forward. This Chip Mahoney signing off and drowning verdict. Thanks for hanging with me. I uh, appreciate it. I probably have more on this coming soon. And I will talk to you later. Have a good one. I'm out. Bye.